And the Oscar goes to. And the Oscar goes to. Please be kind, especially when we don't know what's going on. So what I got? Movies are dreams that you never forget. Oh, guys, we are back with the watch list, and we are so excited this week. We got a sweet adventure for you. But I want to just remind you that we're going to be taking this film through the lens of faith. And my name is Russ Matthews with Real Dialogue. And I'm Laura from Hope When I Three Two. And we have a world of imagination, a world of chocolate, and Oompa Loompas on board for you today. Yes, we're going to be talking about Wonka. So Wonka is the newest version of, or actually it's a new chapter, really, in a way. It's kind of almost the origin story of Willy Wonka. And so, uh, Laura, did you want to travel us through that, or would you like me to kind of share the story of Wonka? You go for gold. Gold wrapped chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> gold wrapped chocolate. Well, definitely. Well, this one's supposed to be kind of a companion piece to the 1971 version of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And uh, viewers are going to kind of be taking back to a younger chocolatier named Willy Wonka, who's coming on to the galleries and kind of this unknown area of Europe. And he's there's these chocolatiers that already have their business in line there, and they don't really want Willie to actually bring his wares. And they are some amazing, imaginative world of chocolate that he offers them. And so he kind of comes up against some different opposition throughout all of that. But because of that, he actually ends up coming into contact with a whole bunch of really great friends that kind of help him in kind of getting his chocolate out to the public. And so this is an amazing adventure where we kind of get to see how Willie Wonka starts his story, how he gets introduced to the Oompa Loompas, but also how we get introduced to this world of imagination. How'd I do? Mm. Was that all right? It was beautiful. And I think, and Timothy Chalamet, he does an incredible job as Wonka, because when you're used to the version that Gene Wilder brought us many years ago, when you've seen uh, Johnny Depp as, as uh, Wonka, there's right. expectation on Timothy Chalamet to either be a little bit sort of quirky, scary, which is how I felt like when I was a little kid and I saw the Gene Wilder version, yeah. I always found it a little bit, a little bit kind of spooky and odd. And then you fast forward to Johnny Depp's version where it is all about the eccentricities of Wonka. Timothy Chalamet's sure. version of Wonka is much more warm and endearing and yes, kind of mm-hmm. odd in all of the ways that Timothy Chalamet can be for this character, but they don't seem to lean into that quite so much. It's much more about that imaginative side and the excitement side of bringing something like a really good chocolate to a new new group of people. It is. You know what? That's what I really loved about this this version of Willy Wonka. So just so you know that the, the director and writers behind this were behind the Paddington and Paddington 1 and 2 um, franchise. And they've really added a really nice touch onto this, that there's kind of a heartwarming family element to it. But there's a humility and an innocence to this mm. Willy Wonka that really makes us kind of realize that he is just a man, even though he has great dreams. And he also tries to encourage everyone else to kind of live out their dreams in a specific way. Mm. And so I think that that's something that they really tap into. And yes, I mean, there still are some, you know, it's Roald Dahl inspired, inspired character. So there still are some darker elements and there still are villains, you know, in this whole thing. But that doesn't really mean that people shouldn't be going out to see this. I I mean, there's really hardly any knocks on this film. I just find it fascinating. It ended up being one of those that provides great characters, fantastic writing. And I don't know about you, I was kind of surprised a whole bunch of musical numbers. 
Yeah, I forgot that there is so much music in Wonka. You know, there's the right. pure imagination song that it's really like synonymous with these movies. But I thought, hang on a minute, I was not I was not expecting the big musical numbers, but they fit so well in it and they do add to the kind of fun charm of this movie. But also talking about Wonka's character for just a second as well. They they yes they bring all of those kind of bits there too but it seems to be his relationship with his mum who even yes. though she's not on screen a whole lot the relationship the connection that he has with her is really what gives an anchor to his dream and to everything that he wants to do and to why he's so dedicated to to creating the thing that he sees in his imagination and i thought that was a sweet addition to this story <laughs> yeah. to in, to include that to give what he wants to make such a beautiful kind of backbone to it that as i mean you pointed out the humility in it i feel like the fact that what he wants to make rests so much in his relationship with his mom also is a really humble thing. You know, it's not, it's not illusions of grandeur, et cetera, that kind of fuel him. Well, you know what? And, and, and stepping off of that, I think that that's one of the things I really loved too, is that it was Willy Wonka's origin story, but with all of the great characters, I mean, what's amazing is that they introduce everybody from the uh, villains to all of his kind of counterparts and friends are great actors in themselves mm. and probably one of my favorites was the young lady who played noodle who is kind of hit kind of the brains of the operation as it were and the fact that the family kind of line and story not only helped with willie's story but also with her story and so i just loved how they kind of it was so multi-layered but yet not too much i mean it was definitely mm. one where you're still in it i wasn't confused kind of going along um even though they're definitely there it's action all the time. I mean, they're just constantly on the move. This one is definitely for those who really enjoy an action-filled film, but also one that has heart. So mm. I think that that's what I would really say is that it really has some great heart. And I'm going to have to say it, probably one of my favorite characters and the scene stealer almost in every scene he's in, because he's not even in that much of the movie, but Hugh Grant as the Oompa Loompa, <laughs> I got I got it hear what your thoughts are on having Hugh Grant as a little orange man with green hair. Well, it's funny that you brought him up because I thought you were going to say that Keegan-Michael Key as the police officer was the scene <laughs> oh, stealer because he was a lot of fun and had so much comedy in the role that he brought. But also, yeah. I mean, there, there was a lot of fuss around Hugh Grant being the Oompa Loompa. How is this going to read? How is it going to present? And going into this movie, I forgot, I completely forgot that he was going to even be in it because he's not, and because there's so much else happening <laughs> right? and there's so much else that you're enjoying and there's so much story going on. And then it's only in really the final sort of third-ish of the movie that he makes an appearance and then starts to feed the narrative for that last part of the film. I didn't, I genuinely didn't mind it. I think because I forgot it was like this really nice surprise that came up and then it was just there. Like what he brought was kind of just more a funny dynamic and a little bit of a laugh. And he, I think his character is what connects the origin story that we're seeing of Wonka in this movie with what we're more familiar with. So his character is really just used as a bit of a bridge between the origin and everything that comes after, which I, I I quite enjoyed. I wasn't really that put off by it, except to say that don't ever get a tan that looks like his because it will not go well. 
exactly. You know, it definitely kind of goes against all those who want to dye their hair really crazy colors and then also have the over orange tan. Um, but I thought that Hugh Grant, even though that was some of the kind of the press in the beginning that he didn't really enjoy filming those, because if you think about it, he had to probably do it all on a green screen, mm. but he pulled it off. And, you know, it's kind of funny just having somebody of his character and stature as an actor kind of coming in and playing this role. It made it a more fun way to be able to kind of look at it. But mm. I think you do bring up some great points. I mean, the villains and who they even bring in, they're not even that villainous as much as they are kind of comical. Mm. And so I think that that's really what makes it fun too, as as well as they all kind of serve a purpose. There, there was really yeah. everything they were able to kind of do without making too much fun of all of the, the different worlds that they're kind of dealing in. I mean, you have yeah. to really have a suspension of disbelief um, with most of this film just because there's things that they're doing and the things that, that the different kind of chocolates that they're bringing in that you have to kind of push it beyond its boundaries but it makes sense in the world of Willy Wonka and even in touching on the the villains like if for a second it gives me a throwback to movies of many years ago like Matilda and Babe where right. like the, the the sort of villains the baddies in those for a kid's movie you're not creating a villain that is like so deeply nuanced that you see how bad they are as a person etc it's really just a dodgy cam camera angle and like a little bit of kind of like let's make them look a little sweaty and flushed and get them from a bad angle and that's enough to make them a villain like that's what right. they do that's what they do with this movie you know and Olivia Coleman like she's the oh. baddie here and she does it brilliantly but it's like they're not creating these characters that are so mean and horrible it's like they just kind of make them seem a little less than charming and yeah. that's how you can make them bad although like that said what her character does is not you know it's it's, it's not great it's but never it's ethical it's, it's no, not very ethical. That's what I'm looking for. But it is, it's what I'm trying to say is the baddies here aren't done or created in such a way that it's going to like horrify young audiences. It's yeah. just that typical kind of stuff of what can we do to make this person, this character seem a little bit less than appealing. That's right. Yeah. And well, and also it, I think that's where they played it nicely off of the Willy Wonka character that for, for their, all of their faults and what they kind of bring to it, he actually counterbalances with, you know, just a lovely disposition and also willingness to overcome some great odds. Cause I mean, there are a lot of great odds as far as even threatened um, for his death in a certain mm. way and within the film. And so it's definitely one of those different challenges for that. Now, I mean, I would say this film is, is perfect for families. I mean, for the holiday season, this is definitely the one you'd be able to get out to i was still singing and this was from the movie 1971 you know pure imagination for days after this film and so it was great to kind of see that that back in there but what are some of the other talking points i mean what what do you think we've talked a little bit about family but was were there some other talking points that you thought you know maybe as you're leaving this it's not just a chocolate movie there's actually a lot of mm. deep kind of considerations to be able to maybe even talk about as a family or with your friends when you're leaving yeah, the things that really stood out to me all center around that idea of having a dream and like what the mm. what the role of imagination is in our life because what sets Willy Wonka apart from some of the others who are making chocolate and doing all of the things is that he seems to have a genuine love for what he's creating, the way it can connect right. with people and the way it can elevate people's perspectives. You know, yes, we're talking about chocolate and yes, he has this kind of magical dimension to it. But it also has this heart at the center that's about opening people's eyes up to seeing the world in a way that they hadn't before, to seeing possibility in a way that they hadn't before. And I really liked that about this because, yeah. as you said, you know, Willy Wonka's got to overcome a few different things on his way to getting to the point where he can have the chocolate shop that he's always dreamed that's of. Right. 
But I think for the people watching this movie, it's really stirring you to see the things that you're passionate about, the things that you can bring creativity to as something worth going after, as something that in its uniqueness is important in the way that it's going to connect with other people. And yes, it might, you know, ruffle some feathers and those kind of the established chocolatiers don't love that there's this like new kid on the block changing things up and potentially taking customers. But it's like Wonka had something to bring that they all didn't. And I really like that about this. You know, it kind of speaks to the uniqueness in all of us and the sort of, I mean, I hesitate to use the word magic, but you know, it's like that kind of unique, unique magic, that unique quality. It's magical of us, and it's in yeah, a, in this, it it's imaginative. Tone, right? You know, there's yeah. something special that each of us bring, and that contribution matters. Is what I thought. You know, Wonka portrayed so beautifully and in such a fun, adventurous way. I think that's that's what I, I really loved about. It. I mean, the family element you can't miss it. It's one if you actually don't have a few tears at the end of this, you'll be obviously surprised. But and I don't want to spoil anything for people. But um, I it was really the whole perseverance without um running over people like mm. you know, he was he persevered he kept going towards his dream but he really brought people along in the process and also even helped them to kind of find their dreams in a way and so yeah. you know and you see that in a lot of different films but i think they did this really well in balancing it out was that he pursued and kept going even when opposition was great against mm. him um and but then also there were even some moments where he had to have others come alongside him to help him in that perseverance including mm. a little orange man But I think that that's what really made this very heartwarming and just value that there were all of these layers to it that really made me want, I want to go back and see it again. I want to Mm. take back my family to be able to kind of go back and see it and enjoy it Um, because it's a beloved character. Um, I was going to ask you, I, I don't know. Are you a Roald Dahl fan? Have you ever read any of his books or have you enjoyed some of his other movies? Are there some films? of them, yeah. Like they were they were some of the ones, like when I was in school, Roald Dahl were the ones that were kind of being fed through. And I forget just how many books, he like movies rather, have been inspired by his books and how yeah. many stories that have been passed down are Roald Dahl stories. So to to be reminded again that, yeah, Wonka is one of one of his movies or his stories, it makes so much sense to me, you know? And oh, yeah. I actually, we haven't mentioned, but I really appreciated with this movie as well, that there, there wasn't some big agenda or a big sort right. of social statement this movie exactly. was trying to contribute to. You know, some some movies have a role in contributing to social discussions in that way. It's one of the great things that cinema can do. But yeah. I did appreciate, given that this is meant to be a movie for kids, that the whole family can come to that's just meant to be about chocolate and imagination. It was just about chocolate and imagination exactly. and a bit of fun. You know, I really, really enjoyed that. And I think that's going to be so refreshing for people over this holiday season, like just sit and delight in it and enjoy. You're not going to need to be like using your kind of social consciousness exactly. too much when you're watching Wonka. I love that. Well, that that's actually, that has taken away from some of the enjoyment of film lately is that you're saying going, oh, where's the big drop? Where are they going to be doing the big message? And that doesn't happen with this one. Mm. I mean, I think they really are able to do it. And I'm glad you brought that up because I, I I did. I mean, similar to, actually, I really enjoyed recently, they just had the Netflix Matilda, the musical, which was a Tim Minchin um, inspired one. And and I and they did a great job with that. That was another Roald Dahl inspired story. Well, this one though, I would take, it's definitely gone up a notch. It's one of the best films I think of the year. Mm. Um, as well as the holiday season. So it's definitely mm. worthwhile kind of getting out to. Did you enjoy the first two um, films, the 1971 version and also the Tim Burton version, or if you want to call it the Johnny Depp version, did you enjoy those films um, as much as you've enjoyed Wonka? 
Well, it's a good question. There's there are three very distinct movies, and I yeah. will say I have not watched the very first one since I was a little kid. You know, and I right. like I was too. I was probably maybe I don't know if I was too young to watch it, but I know at the age I watched it, I just found it scary. So right. I didn't enjoy that one. I don't remember the original Willy Wonka as being enjoyable. I just remember it being a bit odd and a bit scary, and I never wanted to turn into a floating blueberry. Right? Oh yeah. Then and the, and the boat ride. No Ooh, way. That boat and ride then was little... yeah, and the Johnny Depp one. The Johnny Depp one was just Johnny Depp, right? But I, I genuinely, I do think, I do think this would be my favorite. Like, I really, mm. I really liked it, and I think it just it sat in the right spot for me. So maybe it's the right movie at the right time for me to appreciate it the most. But I do think this this one, I go, yes, that is Wonka. I like it. Yes. Oh, I, I'll, you know, I'm right there with you because I mean, I can remember seeing the 1971 version. Okay. That kind of dates me, but, but, you know, and, you know, seeing it on a regular basis and yeah, there were elements that were scary. It was kind of weird and quirky. And I don't know if it necessarily in this modern era translates as well, even though I know that a lot of people do enjoy it. I, we, our family really loved the Tim Burton version. I know Johnny Depp's gone through some different struggles. We really en enjoyed that one, but it was definitely a very different one. I liked how you set it up at the beginning. It's a very, different one kind of looked at the quirkiness of his character and also probably being a guy who sat in a factory isolated from people for a very long time and just didn't know how to operate that way while this one i felt like he connected with people he connects with the audience and this is just has a great message that kind of goes along with it and so i would probably move this to the top of the list as far as being my favorite and um and it will see as kind of the years progress if that's the case but i just feel like this is one that will definitely stand the test of time and will definitely capture people's imagination probably for years to come. Now, um, okay, well, we got to kind of is the result. So <laughs> does it make it on the watch list? for yes, you? Yes, it makes it on the watch list. If you've got the time to see it, if you have the inclination to go to the movies over the Christmas break, go and see Wonka because it is very well worth it. I, th I, I'm totally, I put it, it goes to the top of my watch list, definitely during the holiday season, families get out to see, you got to support movies like this. Cause we want more movies like this made. It's just well done. It was just a great one that everyone can enjoy together. And you probably are going to want to see it more than once. Cause there's so many different elements that kind of go into it. So, oh, well, this has been too much fun. It's definitely been a sweet adventure with you there today, Laura. Well, we've come to the end of the watch list and um, we definitely want to encourage all of you that if you are, if you do have the opportunity to be able to kind of check out the watch list, not only our podcast, which you can find on Hope 103.2's website, but also check out our YouTube page where we actually have a lot of the different um, stories and also reviews there that are available for you. Um, and there's also a lot of other podcasts, Laura, that you have on the Hope 103.2 podcast, isn't it? Yes, true? check them all out. So if you go check to the Hope 103.2 podcast page, you'll find all of those and wherever you listen to your podcasts. That's right. Definitely. Well, so that's it. We're coming towards the end of the year. And I just want to say once again, thanks for joining us on the watch list. Laura, I got to tell you, I've loved doing this this year with you. And I hope we get to do it some more in the future. And want to say, make sure you go out there, grab your popcorn, get a seat and make sure you check out the watch list. Watch me.